Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to The World in 10, your daily roundup of the biggest stories from across the world, as seen through the eyes of The Times of London. I'm Cara Bentley. And I'm Alex Dibble. We're going to be hearing from The Times' investigations editor about the drug that is now killing students. What would you be prepared to put your body through to get to Sydney in two hours? And how a violinist's nightmare came true. I don't know if you've come across this phrase, everyone experiments in college. Uh, That seemed to be the kind of summary of people's experiences, at least in TV and film, of going to university, um, as we call it, or college, as our friends indeed across the pond call it. Um, But the Times reveals today that there is something very serious going on in UK universities, and that is that a drug that has not been taken particularly seriously until now is revealed as the UK's hidden campus killer. It's ketamine. And ketamine is a horse tranquilizer that is used mainly by young people as a club drug instead of its original purpose. Well, this story comes from The Times' investigations editor, Dominic Kennedy, who joins us on The World in 10. Dominic, thank you for joining us. What are the headline numbers here? So far, it has been implicated in the deaths of 41 students in England, Wales and Northern Ireland. And to give you an idea of the timescale and what a quick craze this is, in 2012, no student died with ketamine in their system. Why is ketamine becoming more popular than other drugs? It's quite attractive to students because it's very cheap. Um, So you can get... It's about half the price of cocaine on the street now, so you can get a hit for about three pounds of ketamine. Uh, it's It gives you sort of druggy things that you might be looking for, like euphoria um, and relaxing. Um, and also it has a quick onset and a quick offset as well. Dominic, thank you very much indeed for your time on the podcast. Uh, Dominic's investigation into ketamine is actually part of a big stories of our times episode our sister podcast the stories of our times that episode is going to be available from first thing on wednesday morning so do listen to that for the full investigation the president of ukraine volodymyr zelensky has done another tour of europe to ask for weapons so he's been to italy france and germany this weekend and he has been in the UK today, a rather surprise visit, actually. And he said that he and Rishi Sunak, uh, the prime minister, had discussed what they described as a coalition of jets. Um, but they said this won't happen immediately. Today we spoke about the jets, very important topic for us, because we can't control the sky, you know it. 
one thing we will be doing starting actually relatively soon is uh, training of Ukrainian pilots. Now, many people believe that these next few months could be a key period for Ukraine. Mm. And there is a debate in America about whether there will be continued support for the country. Now, the Times' defence correspondent, George Grills, says that the UK has often been ahead of other countries when it comes to their support and sending advanced weaponry. Last week, the UK became the first country to send long-range missiles, storm shadow missiles, to Ukraine. Britain quite often has been at the vanguard of sort of unlocking more complex, more sophisticated weaponry. So we've seen that with the long-range missiles. Now today, uh, they're announcing also that the UK is giving hundreds of long-range attack drones. There's this emphasis on giving Ukraine the ability to strike deep behind the front lines, which is kind of necessary if they need to make this uh, counteroffensive work. George Grills mentioned there this spring counteroffensive that for a while we've believed uh, is on the cards, um, although recently there's been this talk that perhaps Ukraine might have to delay it. Uh, now, Times Radio today have been speaking to the former chief of the general staff, uh, Richard Dannett. Um, that's the head of the British Army, by the way. Um, he has said that if Ukraine are going to launch this counteroffensive, this counterattack, it does need to be thought through. It's really important that the Ukrainians do mount this offensive effectively at the right time, in the right way, in the right place. They're to be commended for not rushing it. It's much better that they get their new troops properly organised, get their planning settled, their rehearsals conducted, so that when they do strike, they strike decisively. After a long, hard winter fought by the Russians and taking huge casualties in a cause that many of the Russian soldiers don't really believe in, that if there are decisive blows struck against the Russians, there is a chance that Russian military morale will crack uh, and the backbone of the Russian army might crumble in the way that we saw it around Kharkiv last September. Now, you could say that's wishful thinking, but uh, the alternative is that this war is going to drag on. Dragging on is ultimately in Putin's favour as probably Western support will wane and uh, he will move to take the advantage. Now, for an in-depth look at how this counteroffensive is going in Bakhmut in eastern Ukraine, you can go to the Times app. Okay, Kara. Yes. It is December. It is the UK. The mm. snow is falling. You're freezing. Mm. Um, you're looking forward to a cup of tea when you get home. But in two hours' time, how would you feel about this? You could be in blazing sunshine, ready to go surfing and ready to have a barbecue. How does that sound? That sounds pretty good. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? This is, um, I'm assuming you're talking about the fact that the UK Civil Aviation Authority <laughs> says am. that a London to Sydney is possible in two hours in the next 10 years, if you're happy to go via space, that is. Yes, indeed. Um, regulators, however, believe um, that they will, this, you know, this kind of trip will no longer be just for super rich people but actually be a sustainable and sort of affordable travel open to anyone. The CAA are funding medical studies into the effects of suborbital space flights. And Dr Ryan Anderton, who is the medical lead within the spaceflight team at the CAA, told Times Radio it wouldn't necessarily be a pleasant experience. 
the effects of g-force can cause blood uh, to change uh, the flow of blood around the body changes so we see a pooling of blood towards the feet you can have reduced blood going up to the brain and that can result in symptoms such as uh, visual loss peripheral visual loss um, so sort of darkening of the vision if it was sustained you could also faint or lose consciousness but the important thing to say with that is that uh, you know, we've tested uh, military pilots uh, in G training for, for many, many years. So these uh, effects are expected. But what we don't know, what we have limited research on, on is what sort of impact this might have on passengers who have other medical conditions. Yes. So we're really interested in seeing what medical problems might cause problems on these sorts of flights. You might be wondering why we're listening to this rather tense music. This is the violinist Stefan Jacquer performing a solo in a concerto by Reinhold Glier with the Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra in Paul. But this is the moment Stefan's $30,000 bow snaps. Yes, nightmare scenario. Uh, despite tens of thousands of hours of practice, uh, thousands of concerts, the hairs in the bow completely came away from the wood. And... Good job. He was seamlessly given another bow by the first violinist. Um, and after a couple of you know seconds, barely noticeable, uh, he just carries on and the orchestra picks up with him. It's quite amazing. He said afterwards that there was nothing particularly aggressive about that section of music, but that it was a freak accident. Mm. Um, he was quite complimentary about the uh, second bow that he was given, the replacement. Um, he said it was excellent, but it was a bit like running a race in someone else's shoes from that point on. I must, 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 must point you in the direction of a wonderful article on the sports section of the Times website with Ferdinand Habsburg, the heir to the Austrian Habsburg Empire. Um, And uh, if this isn't the best introduction to uh, an article you've ever read, I don't know what is. Instead of pursuing strategic marriage alliances or divvying up Poland with the Prussians, he zooms around Monza or Le Mans for hours at a stretch in a supercar that's powered by wine. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, You can get that with a Times Digital subscription. That's it from the World in 10 today. See you tomorrow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.